I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, I am so sorry that I canceled on yesterday's episode really last minute. Um, I totally forgot that it was going to be President's Day and Devin and I had big plans for Valentine's Day so it just worked out to be able to take that day off and since I am a one woman show when it comes to the news here I do have to do that from time to time when the banks are closed anyway and for those who don't know it's actually a crazy polar vortex snow apocalypse here in Oklahoma City. The roads have been insane and a lot of people are taking off work anyway. Um, Those of everyone who has to drive into work, which is not me. So um, yeah, we decided that it would be best just to take yesterday off. But usually I will have a lot more warning than that. So I appreciate you guys. And I'm here to catch you up today. So for our first story, of course, we have to talk about President Trump's acquittal. So in an unsurprising sequence of events, former President Trump was acquitted in his second round of impeachment charges. The votes were 57 to 43 to convict him. But if you remember, in order to secure that conviction, the prosecution would need a two-thirds of the senators to vote for that impeachment And they didn't quite get enough to hit that two-thirds mark. So the president, as we all expected, was found not guilty and acquitted. But it was a closer vote than we previously thought it would be. And there were only 10 more Republicans needed to be swayed rather than the 17 they thought they would need when they began the impeachment proceedings. And this was really a reflection of the growing disdain for President Trump within the Republican Party. More and more senators are breaking ranks with him and opting to look towards a new future for their party. So for our next story, an earthquake in Japan. So a huge earthquake hit Japan late Saturday night. It was about a 7.3 on the Richter scale. 
the epicenter was located right off the eastern coast of the island. Over 100 people were reported injured, but thankfully none were killed as of Sunday morning. But the earthquake did leave about a million households without power and a lot of road closures, suspension of train services, and things like that. But if you remember, Japan has had some very severe earthquakes that have caused tsunamis that were incredibly severe, like the one in 2011 that killed approximately 16,000 people. So comparatively, this one was not that bad, but it is a reminder that you can never predict when an earthquake is on its way and they are on the lookout for aftershocks and if anything else major happens we will definitely let you guys know. For our next story, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are pregnant again. So this story pretty much tells itself with the headline But baby Archie is going to be a big brother soon, and they are becoming a family of four. Based on the black and white photo posted by the couple as an announcement, Megan seems to be pretty far along already. Congrats to this couple and little baby Archie. So I wanted to go ahead and issue a trigger warning for this next story, It does discuss a gun-related killing. So the shooting of a Yale student has police actually on the hunt for an MIT student. So this Yale student had had done a lot in his young life. He had served in the military, he had worked as a consultant, he had proposed to his fiance, and he was actually on his way to a master's degree at Yale of all places. His name was Kevin Jiang. In pretty much every sense, Kevin's life was booming for him. But on Saturday night, he was shot to death near his car in downtown New Haven, Connecticut. Like in other parts of the country, it has gotten a lot more violent in New Haven lately, pretty much correlating with the economic devastation. And this is just the latest consequence of that. Or is it? It seems the culprit may have been someone who attended MIT with the victim's fiancé. The police said they believed they were looking for Qin Shuan Pan and questioning wanted to question him about the shooting but they were having trouble locating him when the police were called to the scene of the shooting it did appear that kevin's car had been in some type of an accident initially the police were investigating the case like a road rage incident but it did take place near kevin kevin's fiance's home miss zion perry And the police had apparently found Mr. Pan before they knew about the shooting and took note that he was acting pretty strangely. He was last seen at a Best Western Hotel near the site of the shooting, and the police have been investigating an auto shop near that location, and they have warned the public that they believe Mr. Pan is armed and dangerous. 
Kevin, the shooting victim, was studying environmental science at Yale and volunteered at the homeless shelter in New Haven and mentored young people in the community as well. He was a second lieutenant in the Army National Guard as well and had helped with the coronavirus relief efforts. On his last day, he and his fiance went ice fishing together and cooked a home-cooked meal that they enjoyed together. There has been an outpouring of love from Yale, from New Haven, and the National Guard for Kevin, and helping to try to find answers for his friends, family, and all who loved him. For our next story, why is Taylor Swift re-recording all of her early albums? So if you are not personally a Swifty, you're probably a little bit confused. Why is everyone playing her really, really old music, like 16-year-old girl type stuff? Well, there is a serious and yet simple explanation for this. So Taylor has long been under the thumb of her former manager, a man by the name of Scooter Braun. She fought legally to get away from him after signing a contract as a 15-year-old girl to work with him. This contract included rights to her masters um, for the record label, which are essentially the perfected version of each song that appeared on each of her albums. And with that, with the way that Taylor, you know, pours herself into each album as almost a chapter of her life, she saw it as him owning her life. She tried repeatedly to buy these masters back from him, but Scooter all out refused to sell her own songs to her. So Taylor finally fed up, said, fuck it. I have me. I have my voice. I have my talent, and I have the memories of how we constructed each of these songs. So she is re-recording all of her masters with tiny, tiny little tweaks, which will make them slightly different from the actual masters, carefully dodging any legal issues, and pretty much devaluing the original masters. So Taylor will put out each song again that she's put out before, starting at age 15 up through her Reputation album, but with slight changes. And she actually recently told the public that for each album, she would usually write about 150 songs, but narrow it down to the best 15 to 30 songs for each album. So now she will actually be recording and releasing some never before heard tunes that she wrote during each chapter of her life along with that album. So, for example, she will be releasing 12 never before heard songs with her album Fearless that she wrote about when she was 16 to 18 years old. But she's just now recording these songs for the first time pretty magical. They're almost like little time capsules being released to the world of what she was thinking and feeling at every juncture of her life. So even though there's been a lot of music from this artist lately, there will be even more coming in the next year or so. And what's more, when she announced this, 
She added a coded message in the text that read April 9th. So there's sure to be some type of surprise from her coming on that day as well. Additionally, I don't think her choice to start with the album Fearless was a coincidence. She is looking pretty strong and fearless lately. Each new old album will come with the moniker Taylor's version beside it. So definitely use and listen to this version in order to best support her in her effort to own her own music. And that's the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, no matter what happens in life, be good to people. Being good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.